I V M. Helping us pay our bills this week is Paytm Money. On this episode of Paisa Paisa, the Bangalore recordings continue, and I'm going to talk with Shweta Jain, a certified financial planner who's just written a book called My Conversations with Money. Yes, we are going to talk about all of this. Shweta is going to use her 15 years of experience across financial planning to help you figure out how to be better planners when it comes to your money. Stay tuned for that. What? You're actually delaying tax planning? You don't have to wait anymore, yar. Come on. Paytm money lets you save tax by investing in ELSS funds. I've tried it, you know, and it's actually really simple. All you got to do is download the app. If you're on Android, go to the Play Store. If you're on iPhone, go to the App Store and search for Tax Saver or ELSS schemes. And, you know, actually that's not all. There's much more. You can even download your tax statement instantly and submit it to your employer. Bang! That's it. You can give it to your HR. Now, tax savings ke liye bhi Paytm karo. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa. I am your host Anupam Gupta B50 on Twitter and this is the Bangalore special. This city is so cool, seriously. Today, we are going to talk about money, literally, right? Because my guest today is Shweta Jain, a certified financial planner. She's written a book called My Conversations with Money. So she's literally spoken about money with a whole lot of people, her clients, her friends, family, and she's got a lot of experience talking about money. 15 years actually of experience across financial planning let me welcome our guest shweta welcome to the show first tell us something about yourself you know what's your background how did this book come about and something about the book before we start talking about money thanks anupam it's a pleasure being here today about me uh, i'm quite boring uh, not literally but uh, when we're talking about money uh, money can be considered boring uh, why i said i was boring is because the way we deal with money is not boring we try and make it more conversational so the book uh, is a long way in the making uh, I speak to a lot of people. We do a lot of workshops on money. I run a company called Investography, where we do workshops for companies. Uh, so when we are speaking to people, um, and I speak to a lot of people, like I said, different age groups, but a lot of them younger people, and uh, they seem to be unhappy with their money. And when I ask them why are they unhappy with money, their first response is, "Money is not enough." And I'm thinking to myself, our parents made much lesser money, and we're probably happier yeah. uh, but we are making a lot of money but we are not happy with how much we are making then i realized of course money is never enough so then i started asking a second question saying what it is that they want from their money and people literally were you know they didn't have anything to say because nobody is really telling their money what to do <laughs> we are unhappy with what our money is doing because we are never telling our money what to do for us so if we are not going to tell what to do how are we going to expect it to work for us so the book came about with my conversations with a lot of people uh, but also my conversations with my own money because uh, unlike most planners who are uh, not willing to admit i'm willing to admit that i made a lot of mistakes with my money i uh, uh, managed credit cards the wrong way i uh, took loans which are probably not something that i should have done when i did yeah. um, looking back i know i was much dumber then so i can say i'm much smarter now and i love to hear talk you know hear such things because mistakes is something that we don't talk about a lot right where where else will you learn from absolutely and even better learn from others mistakes right so listeners can learn from my mistakes in the book of course from this podcast as well though, although i'm not going to give away too much otherwise people are not going to buy my book so <laughs> financial planner with the 
sense of humor. My God, I'm really lucky today. Okay, let's just jump straight in. Okay, what are the conversations you've had about money? Okay, I I want to start with the most simple, the most basic. I would say the most critical part, right? Because this is the building block of our wealth. This is the building block of of our money savings. Uh, so when we start start talking about savings, let me talk about expenses first. Because I'll tell you the first mistake that I did with my money. Uh, before the salary would come in, I would have a list of things that I wanted to spend my money on. Of course, yeah. Uh, so when I had a list of things that I had to spend money on, where is the scope of savings, <laughs> right? And I talked to a lot of people, so they also have this list ready. Mm. Uh, although uh, maybe one mistake I didn't make was uh, my uh, dad used to tell me this. Still tells me this. Chadar se jada paune falana. So I would match my expenses to my income. So while I didn't save, I didn't spend uh, more than what I earned at the time as well. Early wisdom, right? Chadar se jada paune falana means don't put your feet. For more from where the bedsheet is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so don't uh, extend yourself too much. Uh, but uh, having said that, today savings is actually easier than we would like to believe uh, because one is there are a lot of automatic ways of saving. Um, human beings have evolved by not being the smartest or the fastest, mm. but by being able to adapt. So one thing I figured out earlier in my career is that if I believe instead of 30,000 bucks a month, I was earning 20,000 bucks a month. I actually believed that. Nice. So 10,000 bucks didn't even matter. The first month, of course, it pinched me mm. when the uh, when money went off to a liquid fund. But from the second, third month, it didn't even matter for me in my head. The trick was that now I'm earning 20,000 bucks a month. And before I knew it, I had about a lakh in the bank for and for somebody who's earning 30,000 bucks, a lakh in a the bank is a lot, a lot of money. And just because you change the internal conversation within yourself saying that I'm not drawing 30,000 a month, I'm actually drawing 20,000. Yes, so it was just about thinking that and uh, we talk about mindsets and we talk about tricking ourselves. So I think early on, I figured that automatic ways are best ways to start off start off saving start off any change that I wanted in my behavior mm. so that is something that I did today okay. although I did say that savings is easier it is also difficult because uh, while people are listening to this podcast they could uh, be spending money at the same time on things whether they want or they need so uh, today also our needs have become very different from what our parents uh, defined as needs very. so we have that to fight with as well because our needs my are very different from theirs and so it's it's a little difficult for them to get to accept that we do need these brands we do need some of these things we need to live on our own we need to figure out and make our own mistakes Correct. Uh, so it it sort of becomes a little difficult to do that as well so yeah tricking yourself i think is the best way to start saving and a liquid mutual fund for me does the best uh, trick in that because it's automatic although people do talk about uh, investing in an rd uh, and that recurring is again, deposit, yeah. a recurring deposit absolutely yeah. that's easier for some people to do it for me the only issue in that is that you know we are a product of our habits so if i'm going to do an rd uh, when i'm earning less money i'm going to continue to do an rd even while i earn a lot more money and that isn't a great option then so which is why right from when somebody starts investing the first thing i actually don't ask uh, clients to invest in is an equity fund or a debt fund or whatever i just ask them to start investing in a liquid mutual fund oh that's actually so practical right 
because you're parking something in a really short term thing just to get the habit going is that the reason why you do it absolutely it's like i said it's all about habits right so a, a simple conversation with a new client so a, i'll give you an example a couple young couple got married about 2 years ago and uh, together they have savings of 2 lakh rupees okay savings 2 lakhs a month is fantastic from wow. whatever uh, uh, criteria you kind of think of uh, so when i checked all of the data that they'd given they mm. said they had 7.5 lakh uh, lakhs in the bank account mm. and over 2 years they'd been saving similar amounts and stuff so and they're telling me 2 lakhs a month they're saving and i asked them over 2 years so they would have saved over 40 50 lakhs right yeah. so i said um, so i asked them where's the rest of the money and they looked at each other dumbfound because they're like uh, we don't know where that money is what exactly 50 lakhs exactly my point oh okay it's like a mystery it is right yeah. and they just like you know we didn't even account for credit card expenses maybe here we don't know where that money went and uh. i'm like you know uh, if you wanted to buy a house right <laughs> now you could have bought that house because they were talking to us about buying a house and i was telling them it's not the time that they can buy because they had 7 and 1/2 lakh in the bank and maybe some small investments here and there but the whole concept of 40 50 lakhs not being there was uh, something that they couldn't even think of although the wife did say that uh, we get one package a day hmm. one uh, from one uh, shopping site okay so they get something every day come something comes in every day some subscription maybe i don't know what no so there's a shirt coming in one day there's a pant coming in one day there's a uh, there's something new that's coming in every day there's a book coming in one day holy wow so they are saying that that's where the 50 lakhs went so pretty much and when you ask them they said absolutely no and so the first thing that they did was start the sip of 2 lakhs and we did start it in a liquid fund uh, we said let's start and then figure out where we need to go okay. based on our goals but okay. that's how we started okay so sure, i want to just come in out here uh, on the conversation part because this is a question i've got from a listener okay and what the listener had said was that a lot of what we know about money out here is based on the stuff that we read and what we read is based on the west west society is different india is different how does a family let's just take the young couple that you're talking about out here What's the conversation they have about money? You know, is it like husband shouldn't tell wife how much he earns? Wife shouldn't tell husband how how much she earns? Or पैसे की बात मत करो because it's a very touchy touchy topic. How do you handle this thing? You know, how should couples handle this? So most couples that come to us. uh usually do have the money conversation among them as well but we also have a lot of young guys come to us who are married where wives whether working whether homemakers are not really involved um for me it's uh, a simple thing that i tell them uh, you're a team your goals are together it's your life that is together money and life are not really separate so the better conversations they have with money uh, about money among themselves the better it is going to be for them uh, we do try and get couples to talk together but not always possible like hmm. sometimes we are successful uh, in talking to both of them together sometimes the husband kinds of patches in the wife a little later saying hmm. first he'll sort of evaluate us and what what we are saying are we trying to push products what are hmm. we trying to say uh, but more often than not couples are not having enough conversations about money um especially when one of them is either a businessman or uh, one of them is a homemaker they don't have enough conversations um slightly older people maybe in uh, their late 30s are not having enough conversations the younger people do are having these conversations uh and talking about their uh, earnings more than their expenses expenses sometimes they're not talking about it because <laughs> uh, some of them have really nasty habits of like i said shopping online and uh. there is something that is coming in every day uh, so it becomes like an addiction after a point that you can't control so at that point they don't uh, it, it's embarrassing to 
come out and tell uh, anybody even if it's your spouse that you know I have this habit that I'm addicted to so but can we agree you know for our listeners about two things one is a conversation is definitely necessary between husband wife between a couple between whatever you know between two people a conversation who are living off who are living together a conversation about money is definitely necessary is that a good thing absolutely that's the best thing that they they could do uh, the more honest and open the conversation the better it is it may have short term pains sure. because you may need to say uh, change some things you you may need to uh, compromise on some things but in the long term i think the team i call them a team hmm. uh, the team that does this well um, is uh, going to achieve their dreams better and faster than the others that they don't that don't uh, i think the second point actually was going to be this is too individual specific but you said a critical thing out there honesty and openness whatever conversation you have ensure that it's honest and open right yes uh, and i tell possible. it 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 is possible and okay. i tell that from experience uh, because like i said uh, i um, so my husband and i are very different money personalities he's somebody um, who does not like to spend money i'm somebody who loves to spend money right on people i love not just on myself but people mm. i love uh, so that then brings it its own ch- set of challenges saying why are we doing this for uh, somebody who is who may not be doing this for us later who is 8 year old there come on wouldn't you like to buy lego sets and all that for him come on i have a 10 year old i i know that it's splurge on okay no no go so on the, sorry so yeah. the amount of uh, <laughs> money i've spent on my son's toys is probably more than people uh, spend to furnish the room or even what we've spent on furnishing his room and you're not even saying that to show off you're just saying that dude this is how reality is you'll end up doing this yes yeah, so it is for me it is awareness more than anything it's accepting how you are and making the trade offs that you want to do for me okay. it was important for him to have some of these things whether it's training uh, he goes for a music class which costs a bomb he goes to a school that costs me an arm and a leg every year and i don't say that with pride or to show off right i'm just telling that's the choice that we've made but it's surprising because a few days ago i was reading to him something a, a, a story about two people and where mm. one was privileged and the other one came from a very modest background and he had tears in his eyes and he tells me mama i'm from a privileged background mm. and he promised uh, he made me promise that i wouldn't buy him any anything till his birthday Fantastic. so which is 7 months and he knows how i love to spend on him and yeah. we we obviously end up buying he's the only child right. so we end up buying clothes season uh, avengers yeah. uh, i love game of thrones he'll be you'll see him wearing a game of thrones t-shirt he won't even know who <laughs> jon snow is and uh, he'll be wearing something like that and so that is how it is but it is important for him to know and when i read that book to him I realized, and he saw the cost of the book. He said, "Mama, even this is expensive." Oh. It was eight hundred bucks book, and I bought it without thinking about it, right? So he said, "Mama, now you have to think about it and spend." Uh, the reason why it came also, I want to bring that also into perspective, yes, yeah. was because in my book there is something called a vision board. Uh, so in the vision board there are vacations, there is our retirement, there is his education mm. goal, there is his marriage goal, even. Um, so. when he saw that vision board he asked me he calculated the total he said mama are we investing so much every month i said of course not we are not investing so much a month then he added his two goals he said are we investing this and i said yeah this much we are investing mm. he said then forget all the other goals <laughs> focus only on my goals my god which sort of brings us to that clarity that can come to us because otherwise we are in this mode of just spending and yeah, yeah. you know about spending it's yeah. never enough it's never enough yeah so you should be a proud parent come on 8 year old knowing all of this fantastic so see here's the thing right now all of us know how to save for big goals how 
हाउस मैरिज रिटायरमेंट किड्स एजुकेशन एंड ऑल दैट वोट वी डू अबाउट द स्मॉलर गोल्स यू नो आई नो दैट यू बुक टॉक्स अबाउट स्प्लर्जिंग एंड हैविंग अ सेपरेट स्प्लर्जिंग बजट ओके एंड आई हु डजेंट लाइक टू स्प्लर्ज इट्स आर हार्ड अर्न मनी ओके एंड आई ऑनेस्टली आई डोट थिंक इज एनीथिंग रॉन्ग विद दैट वेर इज द बैलेंस आउट हेयर इज देर अ वे टू सेंसिबली स्प्लर्ज इज देर अ वे आई डोट नो टू मे बी यूज लिक्विड फंड फॉर स्मॉलर गोल्स how can we do this so i um, have this concept of slurging fund for me as well so uh, in fact i've written this in an article a few years ago too because that's when i re- actually realized the mistakes i was making hmm. and i said how do i fix this because i i need to splurge there are certain things that i i don't want to buy i need to buy whether it's big brands whether it's bags whether it's clothes i need to upgrade my wardrobe regularly now it's if my husband doesn't understand that that's fine hmm. uh, but i need that in my life and i know a lot of us need that in their lives as well so it's a simple concept i work really hard right to lead a life that i want today as well not yeah. just for tomorrow yeah. uh, because my husband is always telling me about tomorrow and things like that um we are raised like that we are come from a Mar- marwadi family sure. we want to save for tomorrow and make our money grow and all of that hmm. um but if we want to buy the things that we want we should have a way in which we can buy it without affecting our futures negatively because mm. sometimes some of these small things might really uh, throw off our bigger picture of course uh, so i have a splurging budget where monthly uh, amount goes and amount goes where i don't really need to justify to anybody even to myself mm. if i like something and i have money in that liquid fund mm. i buy it whether it's 50000 whether it's a lakh I don't care whether it's a vacation whether it's a bag I know I have it in my budget so I can buy it but what I also do is the minute that money is not there I don't buy hmm. for me I don't let that purchase overpower me I don't let that vacation overpower me because I know I've set this for myself the more I want something I start saving and I kind of delay that gratification a little bit so two things right one is discipline and one is not extending yourself if there's no money don't buy you have to curb your desires as much as possible absolutely and if there is money go ahead and do it absolutely yeah. okay yeah. good and on that note we take a break don't go anywhere we're going to be right back hey everybody welcome to another great week on the ivm podcast network if you're not following us on social media please make sure you do we're ivm podcast on facebook twitter and instagram Speaking of social media, one of the things that we really enjoy doing is we love seeing screenshots of people listening to our shows. So if you're listening to something and you want to let us know what you think about things, just take a screenshot, post it to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, and tag us and we'll tag you back and we'll talk to you and we'll let you know what we think or what do you think. We'd also like to thank our sponsors for this month, Savari Storytel and Paytm Money. We really appreciate the support. Also on another note an IVM related note we're looking to hire we're looking for producers content creators audio engineers backend developers we're looking for somebody in the data specialist kind of space graphic designers we're looking for all different kinds of people so if you want to join one of the best places to work there is out there then send us an email to careers@indusfox.com with your resume and we'll get back to you shortly On the scene of the unseen Amit Verma is in conversation with Suyash Rai of Carnegie India. Their conversation is about conservatism in India and the role of religion in society. On business.next by Bloomberg Quint, host Govindraj Athiraj is joined by the founder of the North Faced Hap Club. They discuss his journey of founding the North Faced, the challenges, his road to success and learnings along the way. On Not Just Dancer, Prasen talks to chef Viraj Patel, who works predominantly with European food and has done plenty of experimentation with Parsi food. On Equity Sahaya brought to you by Motilal Aswal AMC, Shrey Lunkar gives us deep insight into the Indian infrastructure and capital goods sector along with host Anupam Gupta. 
on Advertising is Dead, Varun is joined by Rupak Saluja, founder and CEO of the 120 Media Collective. He talks about the difference between working in an international media house and an Indian media house, the set of values followed by his company, and his experience working for Bollywood movies. On Water Player, Mikhail and Siddhar talk about the ongoing ICC Cricket World Cup and give their take on it along with their predictions. On Mr. and Mrs. Binge Watch, Janice and Aniru talk about the true crime documentaries The Jinx and Making a Murderer. And with that, let's continue on with your show. And welcome back. Let's move to loans, okay? Um, Important area, right? Because a lot of us have, I don't know, what, car loan, home loan, two-wheeler loan. Then, 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 then those are loans. Then there is credit cards. My God, that's one more headache area. I know that your book also spends a lot of time on these things. Tell us about that. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm. Credit cards are very powerful. So I talk about credit cards like I talk about superheroes. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh-huh. Nice comparison. Yeah, because uh, for me, credit cards is instant gratification without any repercussions at that moment. So when I walk into a store uh, where otherwise I don't have cash in my bag, I may not be welcome. With a credit card, I walk in like a queen, like mm. a princess. Mm. And I um, can buy whatever I want because I have that power with me. Uh, but having said that, like I said, responsibility. So if you don't discipline yourself in controlling that it will end up controlling you so i have a rule where if i cannot pay the credit card bill uh, from my bank account from my splurging budget i don't uh, use my credit card and it isn't as easy as it sounds Uh, there are times even about a year ago where i kept the credit card locked because uh, for six months Mm. because i found myself Again, uh, giving in to temptation. So I said, why walk in with temptation? I will walk in feeling a little less uh, princessy because I don't want to get into a situation where I have to compromise on my next vacation. Right. So that is the uh, thing about credit cards. And of course, loans, unlike our parents, we uh, get to buying anything, whether it's a car or a a house, much earlier in life. So we don't wait to accumulate that money, right? We have access to loans. Why should we wait? Which is absolutely fine as long as you're not, again, overextending yourself. One of the things that I figured even while taking loans is um, earlier, uh, our parents, maybe even grandparents, has had this fear, right? A fear of a bad tomorrow. Uh, We don't have that today. We are a bunch of optimists. While optimism works well in Mm. most things, in some places, I think fear has its own role. I don't know if you've seen the movie Inside Out. Of course, Uh, yeah. yeah. Four emotions, right? I don't know. Or three emotions. One is fear. Sadness, fear, anger, happiness, joy. Beautiful movie, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful movie. A lot of lessons for anybody, not just children. I love that movie. One of the reasons that I love it is because it talks about sadness, not negatively. Uh, We talk about um, happiness as though that's the end goal that, you know, every day has to be happy and we have to be optimistic all the time. There is a place for fear. Uh, Like I said, we've evolved because we had a bit of fear as well. Mm. Uh, So if we have that fear of tomorrow, we'll end up saving a little more for tomorrow Mm. and not think that, you know, we only live once. Uh, One of my chapters in the book is called YOLO uh, (laughs) for the simple reason that that's our philosophy today because we think uh, tomorrow will, maybe it's a mystery, you know, may come, may not come, but it does come. It comes sooner than we think. Mm. Uh, So being prepared a little for it, postponing gratification a little bit Mm. isn't all that bad. Uh, Living only for today isn't all that it's made out to be actually. There's so much you can learn from our parents. Some of it was actually true. Absolutely. Ever missed a credit card payment? Ever missed? It's good uh, fun. It teaches you a lot. It did. And I was surprised at how much I was charged. 
uh, and after that i've never missed in my life <laughs> so and now i have automatic all of these things that i can automate i like making my life easier i automate all of these payments so good tip right i mean if you have a credit card bill just automate it absolutely so because what, at 31st of every month or 1st of every month just boom it goes from your Yes, so you will never miss a payment again. Um, sometimes um, I know people think of small things. So, yeah. like for example, in a liquid mutual fund, people might think, especially when you're investing small amounts, saying this is this is how much I earned. This is not even my parking fee. You know, mm-hmm. if I was mm-hmm. to park my car one time, uh, but. when you get your credit card payment uh, <laughs> and you missed it yeah. uh, we don't think about it like that you ch- i got charged in thousands yeah. and i wasn't happy at all and i was thinking of the number of things i could have bought But. just because i would have paid that payment on time so yeah. yeah the late charges and the interest on that that's really crazy okay let's move on right now how we think about money is also important right now you know you've spoken about in your book about these tricks that can help us make better financial decisions what are these tricks so one of the things that we as millennials value the most is individual freedom uh, our previous generation maybe valued community more uh, we value individual freedom so for me uh, money becomes an enabler for that because if i don't have money what individual freedom am i talking about hmm. and most of us today unfortunately are living from paycheck to paycheck or are being broke by the middle of the month hmm. again these are things that i'm uh, talking about in the book but if we can accumulate some money that gives us a cushion that will give us the power of of choice uh, so that is what i'm talking about when i tell uh, people to save even if it's in a liquid mutual fund but not everything is about returns when we talk to advisors everybody or any product they're talking about the great returns that you can make on something right mm-hmm. uh, what return will i tell the young couple that we spoke about earlier where 40 lakhs is just gone mm-hmm. right so what amount of value as a planner can i add tremendous because i'm now helping them save so some of the tricks that i have is uh, have a liquid mutual fund yeah. uh, like i said i pay an arm and a, a leg for my son's school fee every year mm-hmm. i have a monthly but uh, sip that goes into a liquid fund for that i have a monthly sip that goes in towards my splurging budget so other than my long term goals these are goals that are really really important to me because like i said the long term goals i don't want to look at them right now so i have a vision board that helps me focus on that so mm-hmm. i'm not really thinking of the things that i'm giving up today hmm. there's a dress that i like which is 12000 bucks versus 11000 for my son's uh, long term goal hmm. i'm not really thinking of the dress that i gave up i'm thinking of you know how uh, for his graduation i will be there or you know every year maybe i could stay there for a month or so and things like that hmm. uh, but for uh, something as simple as next year school fee i have an sip running in a liquid fund hmm. and i keep these in separate liquid funds so that i know Oh. If I'm seeing that fund, I know. Okay, my splurging budget is only five thousand, so I can't spend any more than Super that. Super tip, right? Because you're not saying that you have three goals. One is the splurging budget. One is a school fee budget. You won't put them in the same mutual fund. Because you land up mixing up, you won't know the amount. So you choose liquid fund A, in which is probably in scheme wherever it is, could be X mutual fund, right? And you have liquid scheme B, which is so you know that it's your mark for different purposes. Absolutely. So that's, so so nice that's what I do. Then I uh, and uh, I, the one of the things that I do is I save first. Hmm. So the SIPs come in after the uh, before the EMIs, hmm. uh, before I put in any expenses. So the SIPs come first. Hmm. immediately first of every month the money goes it mm. doesn't matter what people talk about sips on an x date y date it do- doesn't matter to huh. me because for me it is very simple if it's not going on the first i'm 100% sure it's going to bounce wow because if there's money in the bank 
I end up spending it. I know a lot of people who do end up spending more than they should hmm. simply because there's money in the bank. Uh, I don't know about others, but my bank account has this weird uh, sound that it makes hmm. if there's money. Hmm. It says spend me. <laughs> Very hauntingly, till I don't spend the entire amount, it calls out to me huh. saying spend me. And uh, trust me, I've tried various things. <laughs> Nothing works for me. I don't know what works for others. Huh. If there's money in the bank, I will spend it. That's a virtual guarantee. So for all my SIPs going on the first or the second of the month before my EMI even kicks in. So that is a sure shot way that I save money. So it's kind of like you're you're actually preparing yourself against yourself, right? Yes. You know when the money is there, you're going to spend it. Boom. Just automate the entire thing. You know that it's gone. It came and it went. It came and it went. Right? Absolutely. Because for me the simple thing is I know myself, huh. right? So huh. if you know your weaknesses yeah. rather than you know try and fight and tell everybody you know what this is not my weakness i yeah. just play on my strengths and i know if the sip is there it'll go i i don't i just don't have money so you got a bad month you got a bad month yeah. there's nothing to spend there's nothing to spend, nothing to spend that's absolutely. life right and then there are ups and downs okay shweta finally small is big okay small tips that can actually go a very long way in your financial planning tell our listeners about that so one is of course done to death that uh, small amounts over long time compounding can play uh, a huge role there. Uh, but I encourage people to even if it's 1000 rupees a month, just invest it, don't look at it, don't touch it. Uh, one of the biggest uh, portfolios that up parents probably saw was their EPF funds or even if people who have been working for a long time, one of the biggest components of their portfolio is the EPF for the simple reason, not that it has the highest returns or anything. Simple reason, you invest month on month, you increase your investment as your salary goes up and you just don't withdraw from it. That's a great way to invest. So if we are, uh, but we're doing that by force, not by choice. So why not do that by choice, even if it's small amounts, Mm. Uh, just let time take over that. So that is one thing that I would recommend. So when people start investing with us for long term, because I know people can't think beyond five years, seven years, maybe 10 years. Mm. um, I tell them just a small thing, start an SIP in a long-term equity fund where they can just keep money aside and not touch it for 15, 20 years. Hmm. 1,000 rupees, 2,000 rupees a month, 5,000 rupees a month doesn't matter to a lot of people. And like I said, that becomes their new reality. So we just have to deal with ourselves like that. Uh, So instead of 45,000, my salary is now 40,000 in my head, right? Mm. So it's all about tricking yourself. One other small thing that I do is trick myself into buying things. Uh, You'd be surprised at how easy it is and how effective it is. What I do, uh, most of us shop online, right? So what I do when I'm shopping online is uh, I do like a lot of stuff. And like I said, I love spending money. So I... Who doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what I do is I go to these online websites. I add things that I like to the cart, but I never check out. My God, what kind of willpower do you have? It isn't willpower. I think it's more than anything. It's like, "Ah, I'll come back to this a little later um, because I'm not sure I want to buy all of this stuff. So Hmm. I end up adding a lot of things that I really like. I even choose my size. I even choose it for people that I want to Hmm. and lots of things. But I end up uh, going very rarely to the same websites. Although today there is uh, intelligence that it keeps showing back to you. Hmm. Uh, But uh, I 
end up I think buying 5% of what I would have otherwise shopped online hmm. uh, and I don't really feel bad about it because I'm not really missing anything on life right okay. uh, so I end up by spending 5% of what I would have so that 40 lakhs that we discussed earlier hmm. maybe would have, they would have spent 5% had they used this simple hack fantastic okay Shweta just wrapping up the entire episode I want to I, I want some anecdotes out here because you talk to so many people you've done so much of uh, work for others spoken with them had conversations with money something you know some some probably a uh, top three or a uh, top three mistakes or lessons that you've learned talking to people some takeaways for our listeners that can help them probably make smarter decisions so some of the things that uh, i've learned over time is one um doing what others wanted them to do so whether it's spending more on their uh, wedding than they should have and taking loans where then they start off their a uh, couple life on a debt itself mm. so one is just doing what others expected them to do or others wanted them to do even it could even mean that you're buying a house when you're not ready to uh, or send your child to a school that you you don't want to mm. so just things that other you did because others wanted you to do so that's basically resist peer pressure kind of thing peer pressure parental pressure my god yeah Uh, because parents while all well you know well intentioned <laughs> advice uh one thing is that their lives were very different our lives are very different our aspirations are different so some of the things that work some things just don't work so. one example that i read in your book was about the house decision right i mean what do you can you just recap that for us out here Uh, so one of the things that people get pressurized into is buying a house uh, by parents because they think that it's the best investment that you could make also because we are spending a lot of money if we're not saving it so that also ma- makes sure that we are saving that money mm. uh, but then uh, i've also seen couples get really um, into trouble for the simple reason that we are optimists Correct. and we've thought that only good things can happen to us so when i saw a couple who was uh, who had twin children unexpectedly obviously but uh, also extended themselves by buying a house Wow. uh a little more than they could afford thinking that you know next year's salary will get increment uske hmm. the day the year after that 10% the year after that 20% and just good things are going to happen and the husband uh, lost his job then aye, couldn't aye. Okay, couldn't get a tough. job yeah. for the next couple of years and then uh, just what was home loan earlier became credit card loans personal loans and at one point the wife was just scared when they when somebody would ring the bell thinking you know these are collection agents again <laughs> uh, so at one wow. point yeah so she got to that stage and the kids hadn't even started school so those expenses would also add on So I I think it's just that you know that pressure that we given to uh, so then the next thing was obviously they had to sell the house and come back to square one and start or even minus 2 because now they had one whole uh, legacy to deal with uh, but it could get really messy okay. um also one thing I think one, one thing we don't understand is sometimes um our mistakes might have consequences that are not proportional oh, uh, it could yeah, be yeah. disproportionate oh, uh, yeah. consequences so we might make one small mistake but that might end up costing us a lot lot more whether it's in time uh, in terms of time or money uh, so that is something that we have to sort of learn and oh, deal yeah, yeah. with I, i can give specific ex- examples of that you just missed a credit card payment and you've got an emi due your late charges out there paying that you don't have any money left absolutely and missing a house a home loan my god i mean missing an emi on that tough luck i get that go on yeah the second lesson i think what i would think is uh, we sort of build on the wrong habits um and we become addicted to those habits we mm. sort of just 
it keeps building from there right so one bad thing after the another keeps happening if you've not built the right habits so which is why when we think it's just a small amount of money you know do i need to consult somebody do i need to take the right decisions now hmm. um is something that you should sort of focus more on okay. we live more in the today than uh, you know uh, not just um we think about more micro than macro hmm. um so that sort of hurts us in the long term because if we think an rd is fine think about it not just from today 1000 rupees saving that you're doing but also what happens when you're saving a lakh a month you're saving 10 lakhs a month whatever it is that you're doing Correct. um so think about the habits that you're forming sure. uh, because these habits end up then making us uh, if you're going to keep doing one loan after another the mm. emis are just going to go on and on i know i spoke to somebody who had taken 11 loans for his wedding wow man that must be tough Yeah and he came to us uh, not he didn't take 11 loans just for his wedding right so he took i think a couple of loans from different vendors and then he refinanced those loans by taking loans from somebody Ugh. else and he's just paying EMIs after EMIs he's not even closed the earlier loans Yikes. so it just becomes one vicious circle sure. and it becomes really really difficult for th- them to then manage that sure. so one of the things yeah is again habits so the lesser you um, sort of spend on some of these wants hmm. uh the better it is because then you're in control at the end of the day you have to be in control you can't let that uh want uh, control you control you absolutely okay okay one of the other things that i want to talk about is then like i said you have to trick yourself uh, most people don't do that they want to deny that they have these weaknesses <laughs> uh, accept what you are and then deal with it in a way that sort of works for you different things work for different people we don't realize that we just end up doing what everybody else is doing <laughs> we are very different from other generations we are very different people otherwise also today mm. individuality has taken over more than before uh, we are taking our own decisions not based on what society demands us we don't like getting stereotyped mm. earlier people were okay being stereotyped and that is how they would sort of fit in in a community today we like standing out uh, and being different so when it's like that we have to figure out solutions that work for us mm. something that works for me may not work for you so um don't be afraid to learn by making smaller mistakes mm. by experimenting a little bit sure. um sometimes we're just so afraid of failing because of the expectations that uh, we've been uh, put under mm. uh, but it's fine to fail i think as long as we understand that um, we should be fine fantastic on that note that is a wrap on this episode so how do people get in touch with you uh, so people could get me in t- get in touch with me on twitter um, they can write to me the twitter handle is uh, shweta and jane okay and they could write to me at twitter@investography.in and the uh, website is investography.in yes. and the book is available on amazon i bought it i know that it's a very interesting book has forwards by i don't know i felt like i'm reading and you know my guest list of paisa with there is radhika gupta out there there is kalpit parekh out there there is ashish somaya out there yes. uh, all have good good things to say about your book folks the book is called my conversation with money my guest was shweta jain certified financial planner check out her book on what amazon flipkart yes. everywhere yeah you should go in and have a look at that shweta thank you so much for doing the show for us i'm very sure our listeners found your tips really useful and all the best for the book Thank you thank you so much Anupam for having me it was an absolute pleasure Thank you No material on the show should be considered as financial advice the material on the show is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision Think fast If I tell you I'm Parsi 
What's the first thing that comes to mind? Dhansak, I don't blame you. My name is Pazan Patel. You may know me as the Bavi Bride. Though I run a popular Parsi food blog, the truth is I didn't know anything about Parsi food until I got married. It was just my luck. He turned out to be your typical sadra lega wearing, kawab khari eating Parsi boy. And the only thing I knew was dhansak, or rather, how to eat it. But there's more to Parsi food than dhansak, and there is more to us than our obsession with eggs and our legendary rani cafes. Welcome to Not Just Dhansak, a fresh new show where I talk to friends, fellow bavas, and Parsi entrepreneurs about all things Bhonu. A little bit of history, a dash of bava madness, and a lot of food talk. There's more to Parsis than meets the eye, and there's certainly more to us than dhansak. Join me every Tuesday as I talk to some of my favorite Parsis in the food space in India and beyond. I am the Bavi Bride, and this is not just dhansak. Filter coffee is a fascinating beverage. You need to pick the right beans, blend them in the right proportion, roast them to perfection, and slow brew at the right temperature to get the perfect cup. Which is exactly like great conversations as well. You need to track down the most interesting minds, get them into their zone, and settle down for an unhurried, unscripted chat. And coffee for me is always, always, always best enjoyed with friends. I'm Karthik Nagarajan, and do share my table. As I meet some of the most interesting people I know, and sit them down for a strong cup of coffee and an even stronger conversation. Join me every Wednesday for a freshly brewed episode. This is not frappe. This is the Filter Coffee Podcast. <laughs> 